0: This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Squarespace. The absolute best, fastest, easiest, most professional and user-friendly way to make your very own website, portfolio, blog, or online store. And if you go to squarespace.com, you can get a free trial, get everything set up the way you like it, and then when you are ready to launch, Use the offer code THUMBS to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is scorespace.com with the offer code THUMBS for 10% off your first purchase.
1: Nice. Nice. So you're
0: telling me that all your files are right where you left them.
1: My files are right where I left them.
0: Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> that blew out my ears
1: My files <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where are they? My
2: floor, <laughs> Where well, did I
0: leave them? <laughs> <laughs> right where I are them. files? <laughs> well now I'm getting into a weirder zone here
2: <laughs> <laughs> where?
0: Mm. I'm telling you they're right what are your Welcome files and what train. do they do?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we're trying to like we keep workshopping this. I'm sure we'll get to the perfect <laughs> Arnold soundboard Windows update. Uh, yeah,
2: we we'll get to the, we'll get to the right. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: It's April 2018. This is Idle Thumbs 318. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Reckin. I'm Jake Rodkin. Hey, folks. Hey, guys. Welcome to the first ever entirely remote recorded episode of the Idle Thumbs podcast.
1: This episode exists exclusively inside the internet.
0: Hmm. Idle Thumbs is in the cloud now. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in the cloud. That's the future. Mm. The future of video games and video games podcasts. Video games podcasts is like what a British person would call a video mm. game podcast. Yeah, you know, Have you noticed that? How they say like yeah. the, the games in the video games industry or games... Mm. It's like you a maths
1: that? podcast.
0: Yeah, it's like a maths pod. It's like a video maths podcast, but in the cloud. <laughs>
1: it's like an edutainment podcasting in the cloud.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like an edutainment podcasting in the clouds.
1: <laughs> I feel like there's money in this concept, Chris.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, what? which concept do you think there's money in? I don't even oh, know Oh,
1: edutainment one. podcasting in the <clears> clouds.
0: <throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> How would you... I mean, I guess the same amount of money there'd be in any other kind of podcasting in the clouds probably less because it's educational so like let's say no money in any of this no all right well um too bad how are you guys doing
1: good good
0: cool um (laughs) jake i know that you have played a video game
1: i have played the video game minute yeah uh Chris, you also played Minute, right? You played a little I, bit of Minute.
0: I did, but I need you to sell this to me or to, like, explain it to me because I understand the concept of Minute, which I can briefly say, which is that it is a sort of Zelda-like game in the in the vein of a, uh, like, NES-era top-down Zelda, I guess the original Zelda, um, in that it's just sort of, it's a very simple 2D top-down adventure game, but... Every sixty seconds, you die. So, uh, sixty seconds after spawning into the world, your character dies, and you start over. And uh, you have to then use the knowledge that you gained in the all of your previous lives to more quickly move through the world. And I gather there's some kind of persistent element to it. But I was so terrible at this game, which, by the way, is spelled M I N I T. Uh, I was, I just did not get minute um so i mm. never made any persistent progress which ah. I, I assume must be possible because it happens really I don't know fast how you, you, could, you oh really yeah you must have you must have bounced off it pretty quick i mean i got the sword that's it though okay um i played a bunch of times but i was gar- I was just terrible i kept i think trying to achieve things that probably were beyond what you're supposed to achieve yeah, early that's, on but that's i wasn't sure true. what i was supposed to do so t- it explained this game to me
1: okay uh, I'm probably going to do so poorly but I'll 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 try explaining it <laughs> you 5 can or try 6 again. times and yeah, I'll will exactly. slowly we'll, get we'll better and better at explaining it. Yeah. it. Uh, I mean you you described the gist of it pretty well I think. I mean it is it's a totally Zelda inspired game and it is especially the original Zelda inspired game in that like yeah. the screen doesn't even scroll. You just mo- you move off the screen and it loads the next one uh, and you die after 60 seconds. But the thing when I when I actually first saw minute I did not uh, like before i played it i didn't see it i didn't sort of see the zelda part i was expecting that it was going to be like a rogue like 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 type situation sure. where the world was randomly rolled or something like and it was a now or like, yeah.
0: like 2d indie games are now
1: and it, although it is 100% you know it's, it, it is way more of a zelda thing that that rogue like feeling exists in i'm going to die and start over again i'm not um <laughs> it, <laughs> that's
0: it's good that we have video here because I can see how uh, how tortured you are on your face
1: sort of looking up to the head I am good I am gonna actually back up and and try this okay. again
0: yep Dead. I thought th-
1: I thought that it was that it was going to be a, a roguelike like like thing yep. but it's actually not and it's almost not even like Zelda it's almost an adventure game or something it's hmm. it's mm,
0: like a puzzle solving game it's
1: it's a, yeah it's It's like a Zelda game that strips all of the combat and almost all of the pure mechanical difficulty out of it, and it gets entirely down to the thing that is sort of true of Zelda and Metroids and Metroidvanias if you strip all the combat stuff out of it, which is just seeing pieces of the world that you can't get to yet and having to file those away in your memory and knowing that you'll come back to them and be able to do something to them later. But Uh. because Minute kills you every 60 seconds and sets you back at the spawn point, the amount that you have to hold in your brain and the amount of sort of working knowledge of like, okay, I finally found the watering can. I think that I saw like a patch of like sort of rows of a garden maybe i can water those and something will come out of them uh or like oh that guy mentioned that location i found that location is there anything in there that i can bring to that guy or whatever like but it like kicks your brain out of being able to sort of fluidly do that in the way that you're used to in a zelda game at least at first the thing is like most video games the more of it that you play the sort of more you get into the cycle of starting over and over and over and this was actually <coughs> said by uh by Tim Rogers in his video review of this game at Kotaku. And it's a really like... It's an obvious thing when you think about it for half a second, but I it took me a uh, god it took me a minute uh, to get it. Which is any achievable okay. goal in this game must be able to be completed in sixty seconds by design. Right, so like, right, right. so if you're like, oh, this is not possible, like it's absolutely possible. But that's the other reason that it kind of feels a little adventure gamey to me, or like more of a puzzle thing. Every single challenge in this game can be completed within one life. Uh, the pieces that are persistent. I don't. God, I, do I? Should I spoil it? That's the thing that's tough about this game. The it's it's so interesting that minute. You know, it starts off like a Zelda game, but you die, and then the the world sort of uh, slowly expands. I guess in that way, it's also a very arcadey version of Majora's Mask. Oh, sure. <clears throat> the Zelda game where you have what is it? You have like an hour or something, thirty minutes until I mean, the, until it. the world resets, but then. Certain pieces end up staying persistent, and your knowledge of the world stay persistent. I mean, I mean, it feels like an experiment of in taking the sort of thrilling parts, at least to the parts that I find really thrilling, of a top-down classic Zelda game, and boiling every other possible thing out of it. Which is, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's just it's it's cool that no one has taken Zelda and gone that way. People it seems like have have gone in terms of, like, make the combat super fucking hard or or the...
2: the war- like Hyper Light Drifter or something.
1: Yeah, like Hyper Light Drifter or, like, uh, Breath of the Wild is obviously a, an outrageous mm. 3D version of it, but that's, like, the unknowable space and sort of just the feeling of romping across the planes that you got from the old Zelda game. And I like that this game is diving exclusively into how much of the world state do you remember at any point and, you know, just, like the the feeling of what if I go over here, can I can I find this, can I do that? And sort of just the the item accumulation and how that expands the world. This game is literally nothing but that. It just starts you over again and says, now you have to make the path across the world in in this way given the slightly new things you know about the map and the new items that you have. And the game seems like it's almost nothing but that. Like, there's NPCs all over it that give you tiny quests, but the entire purpose of those is to try and sort of force you into taking paths and looking in screen directions that maybe you haven't gone because you've started fixating on just trying to break through a part you can't get. Ah, I don't know. It's
0: Yeah, that, that's really interesting because I feel like the typical... I mean, I really like those parts of Zelda games. Those are the parts I like the most, which... I think it's maybe one of the reasons I like Breath of the Wild, but yeah. Um but Breath of the Wild I mean, Breath of the Wild is like big and sprawling and I just play it in the most leisurely possible way. So it's like the exact opposite right. sort of mechanical mm. approach to something like this, even if it's getting yeah, this- in on some of the same uh like i don't know yeah. i guess emotional minute, elements
1: minute because it has the 60 second timer and the respawn ends up retaining the sort of manic i have to push forward as assertively as i can feeling from like the nintendo and super nintendo zelda games even though they're but not for the purpose of like surviving yeah, that's, that's combat encounters yeah the yeah.
0: zeldo the original zelda definitely has an urgency to it yeah i guess in part because there's just literally nothing else to do like right if you aren't pushing forward, you're making, no, you're and making the, nothing. The, the no progress in themselves, achieving
1: nothing. The screens themselves in Zelda, in the original Zelda, are trying to kill you all the time. There's just yeah, enemies also roaming around and arrows <laughs> yeah. flying at you and boulders falling. And when you leave the screen and come back, those fuckers are just back. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Cool. yeah well, minute. Minute. It's on, minute is available on more systems than I would have expected. It is. I think. It's, it's all yeah. over the place. Oh. Yeah, it's on Windows and then I think both the PS4 and Xbox One. Yep,
1: it is. Yeah. and uh, This is my...
0: Jan Willem Nij- Nijman yeah. Nijman I don't remember I always just know him as name, JW but, but yeah he's one yeah, half of the, Vlambeer yes yeah
1: and then a few other collaborators yeah yep
0: Um, it's kind of I mean just on that note it's it's totally bonkers to me that that guy just makes other games on top like Vlambeer already feels like they make a bunch of games yeah just like With a pretty high degree of regularity. And then him just also make, like, one of the, I mean, this is a sort of meta element that doesn't mean anything, but one of the reasons I kind of assumed the game didn't necessarily have, like, vast wells of depth is not because I wouldn't think its creator capable of it or anything like that, but just because this guy makes so many games that I'm like, oh, this must just be another, like, tossed off, you know, sort of almost experiment or something, but it sounds yeah. like that's not the case, which is really cool.
1: I mean, it, I'm sure it's not the length I mean, it would like be cool a full either way, Zelda but. game, and I'm sure it doesn't have the hours and hours of replayability of a usual uh, of usual Vlambeer thing, but it, I've played minute for about an hour, and it's at the point now where I've done so many weird little things and seen so, so many... you've
0: died ex- precisely 60 times.
1: I think that's probably correct. I might have played it a little less than an hour, but... um. I mean, I've spent some time on the menus, but yeah, I've, I've, I've probably died approximately 50 times. Uh, but I have, at this point, I don't have any sense of how big this game is or how many abilities I have or how much things that I know are going to end up folding back in on themselves. Like, I have no sense of what this game is, which is like the best middle portion of a game to be in. You know, like at the sure, beginning, yeah. I'd sort of thought, mm-hmm. you know is it going to subvert itself and I'm going to end up getting over the minute thing? Or like, is this just sort of like a fun little experiment? And now it almost feels
0: like a game jam game or something.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it still kind of is it's, it's, you know, by design, super bite size, but, I've uncovered way more map than I thought that I would, and I've uncovered more ability to have agency over parts of the world than I thought that I would, and also just like the number of little like quest giving NPCs that end up chaining way farther out into the game than I thought would be there are there. So now I I just don't have a sense of of the scope of the game anymore, and I'm not gonna look it up and I've sort of stopped yeah, cool.
0: reading or reading or looking into anything about it. I buy that. Nice. And I bought Minute. Nice, but I didn't really play it very much because <laughs> oh. I didn't understand it. But now I uh, feel like I understand it more in theory, and I will try yeah. it again. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Minute, M I N I T, and it's on Steam and other. It's just everywhere to everywhere games. that plugs
1: into a TV or computer monitor. Basically, it's there except the Nintendo Switch.
0: Bummer. All right, <laughs> uh, Nick, you. Have continued to play Sea of Thieves, a game that you talked up on the most recent episode of this podcast, much to the yeah. delight of many listeners.
2: Uh, continue to play is probably putting it strongly. I'm doing a weird thing with this game that, that I never do, which mm. is that I, and I, I just realized this as I was thinking about it. I I think I'm subconsciously not playing it much in order to keep the sort of naive feeling that i have huh. when i enter the the game uh, interesting. because I, like as i was describing it on the last episode it's it's a game that gives me the feeling of of kind of the way that sort of open world or, or even just kind of um exploration games in general made me feel uh when i was a kid you know and so like sure i i th- I, th- I think i'm actually not playing it much just to keep that freshness um wow but uh i did uh play it again like a week ago uh janelle and i were just sitting on the couch and we're kind of bored and i said i'll well, just load up sea of thieves and just show it to you because she i hadn't ever like mm-hmm. you know uh and i thought maybe she'd be interested in it and so <laughs> i uh <laughs> sorry this the story is just so wacky i i uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, uh so it's a video I, uh, game
0: podcast after yeah, I know. all here we
2: go uh <laughs> So I, uh, I loaded up the game, and you know I chose. Um, I, I didn't have anybody to play with at the time, so I just chose. You know b- the option that puts you onto one of the larger ships, and I, I assumed that it was going to just form a new crew around me and uh that I would just load into the kind of like because starter you, area
1: because you because you the protagonist I, yeah <laughs> yeah uh the crew it. will form around me right. because yeah, I no. wish to play this video game right no <laughs> it,
2: it, it, the the better thing happened which is that it said no you're you're garbage you should just be the guy like on the poop deck uh and so i i loaded up and i was just Classic on a ship decker is what you look like yeah yeah <laughs> i was i was on a ship already uh at sea um, with these three other people who had clearly been playing for some time, and uh, I have a
0: question actually, real quick. Go ahead. What is a poop deck?
2: <laughs> I don't actually know. I should know, considering how many like naval novels. Yeah, you're I've
0: super read. into like naval things.
2: Um, I I don't know, Chris. <laughs> it is the highest deck of the ship. <laughs> okay, yeah. so it's, it's actually like it's a, a good deck in the stern. So yeah, it's okay. It's, yeah.
0: Um, and the stern I, is the back. Yes, the front back. back. Okay, yeah. and the um, aft is the front. No, the bow. The bow. What is the aft?
2: Well, fore if it's fore and aft, stern and bow. It's they're sort of interchangeable.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Really? One
1: one describes it, and one one is the adjective. One is the noun. I think is that oh. correct, or is that not correct? Yeah, that's. I think that is true. The stern is yeah aft. Anyway, the stern is aft. Yeah, I
0: i already forget four. which is which that's okay so poop deck stern aft bow uh, <laughs> that wasn't confusing four. at all
2: <laughs> just like rifling words out there solved it yeah got it, got it.
0: thanks
1: guys
2: Starboard. uh uh go
1: ahead i just gotta i gotta say that i typed uh poop deck into google and then it just says poop as and i thought it was the wrong thing <laughs> but then it says noun uh poop deck and then it told me exactly what Nick said, because I assume Nick also typed poop deck into Google, then looked at the word poop and then went, tell me
2: the wrong thing. <laughs> yes, that's true. It does just say poop.
0: So I wonder if, I wonder if it was originally just generally referred to as the poop, the poop. but that sure was probably was. before the actual word poop meant poop. Mm-hmm. And so then once poop became poop, yes. they're like, well, shit, we can't just keep calling this the poop for cause we all, let's face it. We all know why. Um, <laughs> It's let's observe that it is the poop deck. That's let's, probably Let's what assume that that's the case. So,
1: Nick, what happened in Sea of Thieves?
2: <laughs> it was on the poop deck, uh, actually. As you do. Um, no, and so, I, you know, there were three other people running around doing things and were at sea. And I, I just assumed, because it's the internet, I assumed, oh, God, these people are going to be terrible. And this is going to be a horrible Experience for for me to show because Janelle like what this game is. This
0: game. Well, I, I just. I, well, you know, what do you think was going to happen when you? Do? Yeah, I mean. I mean,
2: yeah. Well, I, yeah. I wanted to show her, like you know, the the fun part of You're it. You're not going to believe how
0: shitty these well, people I mean, are. Well,
2: I just. Well, I just. You know, I went. Oh God. Oh, here we go. Let's just let's just On wait for deck. the you know the bullshit to uh, to fly around. And uh, but no, it. I I. Deck. I I sort of observed them. I here's the other thing, in this game, like I feel, I always feel very nervous because if. If these people are, like, trying to earnestly play the game, I don't want to just run up and ruin their game and be the dick that I hate, you know? So, I just kind of so, stood so still <laughs> and waited. And after a minute, I hear them start talking to each other through these sort of uh, look um, proximity-based um, audio. And they're just saying yep. things like, oh, I think we got to go over here. So, turn left. Uh, somebody check the map. Uh, and then there was a woman, and she was like, "Uh, okay, I'll go check the map." And when he said, "Okay, uh, it's off in the distance," let's. And I was like, "Oh my God, they're actually playing the game! Like they're cooperating. They sound like normal people. They're being very cordial to each other." Uh, Yeah, so I thought I thought these people were just going to be scrubs, but (laughs) they they turned out to be just delightful, normal people just playing this game. Uh And I was so happy because I wanted Janelle to actually like see the game, and so. Um they were running around and just kind of doing things and I don't know how to play the game still, so I just kind of sat there for a while. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile I was explaining just the basics to Janelle. I was like, you know, you can you can steer and then the person steering can't see ahead, so they've got the sail, the sails are blocking them so that somebody else has to see And tell them where to steer and then somebody has to use the map room and then you can like load the cannons and like oh it's so cool like and these people Mm -hmm. oh it's so nice that these people are like being nice to each other and like they're such nice people it's really refreshing and like it's not just all a bunch of like 13 year old dudes like this is just so great and then I hear so I think I think this guy's just like explaining the game to somebody. I think, I think, I and I'm like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't, I, hey dude, hey, are you just, what's your deal, you explain the game to somebody? what Yeah, he's just explaining the game to somebody, he's, he's just, he's, he doesn't know how to play. And I was like, no, my mic's on, and we were in the other room, but my webcam mic was just on and active the entire time for like a full, like probably seven or eight minutes, I was just sounding like an idiot talking about them like like
0: weirdly, this guy sucks he's not cool enough to play with us
2: <laughs> right? the and then functional then like, crew these people are so nice i know it was so embarrassing <laughs> like how do i recover from that also i there's no way for me to like get a mic into that room reliably so now i have to just like type to them and be like oh sorry my mic's in the other room
0: <laughs> yeah and sorry, then, I, and then I hear like I oh, he says mic his mic's right? in no. the other
2: room oh great great <laughs> wonderful <laughs> what a great addition to our crew
1: god so you could have you could have lived the full real life see if thieves experience by having janelle be in the other room with the webcam and mm. you're like tell
2: the guys on the mm. ship
1: this and then she has to sort of yell it up through yeah. the compartments of your house up yeah. to the right, rest right, of the crew right. on the
2: webcam yeah yeah that didn't happen but that would have been good um <laughs> so uh so i hung out with these guys for a while and i was just sort of you know, I, I really didn't want to touch anything. Did controls. they accept
0: you into your into their they, they accepted me insofar arms. as
2: they didn't kick me out. Uh, right. They,
0: they, <laughs> they just they, thought you were kind of a tool. They,
2: yeah, they were. Well, they, they I think they kind of knew that I, I this was my second time loading up the game. And so I, I think they were just kind of running around doing things and ignoring me, for better or worse. Yeah. Um, and uh, eventually we get to an island that, you know, the game gives you these quests to send you to an island. And you have to go find the treasure and dig it up and all this stuff. Um and as we get there, the two people, the um I don't remember their names or anything, but uh the man and the woman, they're like, Oh, we gotta go, we gotta she's gotta wake up early tomorrow or whatever, so um, you know, uh, see you later. And they just log off. And so now it's just me and this other guy, and he's just like still continues talking as if they were there, but knowing that I can hear him, <laughs> but also knowing I'm I'm probably an idiot. So like he was just saying things like, All right, we gotta we gotta like uh drop the anchor here so are you gonna uh, uh and then we're gonna go to the island and i'm just like like i have no i'm just typing back to him like uh, okay um, uh oh, what good
0: do you want Roger. me to yeah what do you want me to do like i don't know on route to and, f- poop deck yeah, four aft of stern it's just
2: i don't know if you <laughs> ever had this experience where you're like playing an online game and some guy clearly is like armchair commander guy and you just are like almost afraid to to say anything because you don't know how to play. the. This guy was mm. just he knew everything exactly what we should do. But I didn't I, I didn't want to touch anything because I didn't want to like take the step to like ruin his experience. So I was just standing there kind of <laughs> right. like, OK, that sounds good. Um, but of course, by doing that. You did. I
0: know, exactly. I just, Yeah, I just, by doing were, that, you were just the ineffectual. Because oh, now yeah. he's just sitting there going,
2: yeah. I know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's like, God, I wish I wish they hadn't left. Like, this sucks. Yeah. All right. And and so I finally typed. I was like, do you? Or eventually he's like, okay, just just sit there. Yeah. Yeah. Just, your job is to <laughs> I'll do just it. sit yeah. there. Just don't. Or, yeah. just, just get out of my way, kid. Yeah. Well, which is basically what happened. So we, we get to this island and uh, he's like... You know, I- I'm going to jump off and go find the treasure. You can come with me or you can stay on the ship, whatever. And I was like, okay, um, I'll stay on the ship, I guess. And then he jumps off and I was just kind of like, actually, I'm going to come with you because I don't know what the hell I'm going to do here. And if somebody shows up, I'm not going to know what to do either. So I jump after him okay. and I start following him around. But it's like pitch black dark. And so I'm trying to follow him and he's like running at light speed. Like he clearly has been to this island before and knows exactly where he's going. And he's just running up all of these like paths and diving into caves. And I'm just desperately trying to follow him. He's like, oh, nope, not here. We got to go up here. And then there's going to be like two skeletons. So just run past those and then go up this thing. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is insane. Like I'm going to get lost and then... There's no, like, fast travel. this. There's no way... He's to- not staying for you. That no, I'm going to get around. lost, and then he's going to take off without me, and I'm going to be screwed. So I was like... At a certain point, I was like... I I mean, I just lost him. Like, I couldn't see where he was, and like, there's no mini-map. There's nothing. I just literally lost him on this island, and then I just heard, like, whoo <laughs> and I was like, ah, like, there's... He's gone. Like, I'm in the middle of this place. Ah! There's like, an owl. So, like, you know, there's owl. So, <laughs> on a tropical island. And so I, I... It's like, all right, I guess I'll just find the shore and then just trace that until I find the ship again and then go back to the ship. Uh, and so I typed to him. I was like, I'm going to go back to the ship. I lost you. And He's like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah, I'm going to go find the treasure whatever. And so I walk along the shore and I turn a corner and I see the ship and I'm like, oh, OK. And then I think like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. And then as I'm moving towards the ship, because it, it's, it's you know, a little bit offshore, As I'm like swimming out there, I see two tiny figures running around on the deck. And I'm like, oh fuck, this is not our ship. This is another ship that docked on the other side of the island. And now we're in like a master and commander situation (laughs) where I've got to (laughs) run and find our ship and get it going fast enough to like get out of here or attack them or something. Like, this is now just like a race to just like survive and get it because we have like a lot of treasure because this guy was like you know a legit player of the game because he mm-hmm. was good at and the so game. I, I was like yeah. i was typing him like furiously i was like there's another ship we got to get out of here man like this is crazy we're, we're gonna die like i don't know i don't know where you are i don't know what to do and he was he was just like oh okay there's another ship cool all right uh i'll i'll, I'll, I'll run back to our ship and so I'm standing there, kind of like I, I don't know where our ship is. I don't know what to. I I turn around and here he comes around the corner and he's going towards the same ship with this huge treasure chest that he's got in his arms. And I'm like, no, dude, that's not our ship. That's 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 the enemy ship. You're going towards the enemy ship. And he's like, oh no no no, that's fine. Those, those are those are our new crewmates. They're 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 cool. And I was like, oh my god, like two people what? had joined the game. What? And we're now on our oh, ship, man. and like I was just like <laughs> furiously like I was so afraid, yeah. and he was just like no 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 yeah. no no you idiot like these are our new <laughs> these are our new friends like you're fine. So he goes back to the ship, I go back to the ship. He drops off this treasure chest that's got like a bunch of stuff in it. Uh, everybody gets a share of it, so you get this little like thing. You got some bucks or whatever, and uh, the other pe- the other two people are just kind of like like I was when I when I started playing. They were just kind of doing whatever. Um, and so the guy's like, okay, I'm going to run back up. There's there's another uh, treasure at the top of the mountain. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you guys want to stay here, that's fine, whatever. And so I followed him again because I didn't know really it was kind of boring just to stay on the ship. So I follow him. And this time, I actually feel like good about it. Like I'm right next to him. I killed a couple skeletons with him. Um, you know, now like I was the the sort of uh old salty dog who'd been there for like one tri- <laughs> and th- these new guys were like oh yeah you guys stay on the ship you don't know what the yeah, hell please. you're doing like yeah so we get to the top of the mountain and it took about like i don't know 5 minutes to kind of wind our way up this thing and we get to the top and it's gorgeous like this game looks amazing you can see the ship down below it like you know it's starting to it, like the um the clouds are parting and and dawn is breaking and it's just it starts to like it's just beautiful like the the sun is coming up and it's just absolutely beautiful and i'm looking out on this vista and he goes uh okay well there's no treasure here actually so uh we should head back down to the ship and then we hear over voice chat we blew it up and i was like what was that and the guy was like what did you say and then we hear this like 13 year old kid go we blew it up and, and i was like what and i take out my spyglass and look down at our ship and it's just slowly sinking into the ocean like just just so slowly but very clearly sinking into the ocean and i i realized like oh my god these fucking assholes just stayed behind and then just blew up our ship while we were gone and so the guy's the guy's like oh okay uh cool why why did you blow it up and they were like we wanted to blow it up <laughs> like this is terrible like these what are we gonna do like they they first of all we don't outnumber them so we have no way to like vote them out of the crew uh and i just i felt so bad for this guy because he was just like actually trying to play the game with normal people (laughs) and we i had finally like achieved the status of just being like his buddy and then we just got totally owned by these trolls and so the ship just completely sinks, and the sails disappear, and everything's gone, and the guy just, like, quits out, and the two other people quit out, and I'm just alone on an island, and that was the end of my second Sea of Thieves experience. It was just, oh, it God. was this full circle, like, starting with these wow. really nice people who are just honestly trying to play the game for real, and ending up in the situation that I thought I would be in from the start. It's right. Sort of a,
1: a ghostly echoes like there's not even a bunch of thirteen year olds, thirteen year olds, thirteen year olds. Sort of mixed in with like, blah, 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 like the bubbling of the sort of the the the, the crow's nest mm-hmm. disappearing
2: beneath the sea. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was yeah.
0: Uh, man. It was, it was, it was pretty brutal. brutal.
2: <laughs> but despite that, I have to say,
0: I'm you you gained some empathy for that other yeah. guy though.
2: Yeah. No, it was a completely valuable experience because. I, I really only had to deal with the trolls for about thirty seconds before I also quit, and so I, I feel like just yeah. even though our journey ended by being completely owned, uh, the, the you've become like a more of a
1: salty sailor in yeah. this game though because of this experience. Mm-hmm. Like you are now yeah. like just more sort of you're just more weathered, even though it's sort of metaphorically, like your avatar right. has not changed, yeah. but you have. Changed, no, it's true.
2: Where you're like, I've seen some <laughs> <Yes>. shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so I wish I had a happier ending. But your whole your whole ship was su-
1: sunk by a mutinous crew when you, know. you were, you know.
2: No, I mean it's true. If if the game had a way to just like distill distill actual teenagers into just kind of uh like mute, like mutinous pirates, pirates, then that would be ideal. Like if it could somehow detect uh you know like four chan speak and just warp it into like. You know, I'm kicking you off of this, you know, just like, you know, just, you know what I mean? Like, uh, if you could just yeah, take yeah, that yeah. element and just morph it, it yeah. would be totally fine. But, yeah. um, But I still, I still, like, I'm going to try it again. I think, honestly, like, I'm having a lot of fun just rolling the, like, chat roulette wheel on this and just seeing who I end up with. It's not, like, I just immediately like hate everything when i end up with the troll people but like it so far it's been 50 50 and i don't i doubt that will hold out but like it's kind of nice finding normal people on an online game and actually playing a game with random folks it's it's a it's it's a weird experience i don't i've never i haven't done that in years and it's so far it's it's
0: your track record's okay in that you ever end mm, mm-hmm. up with good random yeah. Yeah. situations. Well, it, it seems
2: like the game is slow enough in a lot of ways that I I feel like the trolls may play it for a couple of minutes and then say "This, there's nothing else to do other than blow up people's ships. I guess I'm not going to play this anymore. I have a feeling yeah. that over time, right. the community around this game will probably improve uh, beyond even where it is right now. That but, makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's my, my Sea of Thieves check-in.
0: Nice. Sure. Let's take
2: a break. Doo, 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 doo.
0: This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Movement, but not Movement Watches, which you may have heard about on previous episodes of Idle Thumbs. No, these are Movement Sunglasses. Oh, shit. And I am wearing a pair of Movement Sunglasses right now.
1: God, I thought your voice sounded, like, cooler and more Just self-assured. Slightly cooler, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> if you could see me now, Jake, which you can, in fact, actually, uh, you can see why. It's because I'm wearing the sickest shades.
2: I mean, I can actually... I can see you, Chris, and then I can also kind of see myself. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I can picture myself wearing
1: those cool sunglasses, Chris, and literally I can see the reflection <laughs> of my webcam in the eyes of your cool sunglasses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is an experience that, Jake, you could be having in reverse right now. Well, no, I guess I could be seeing myself in yours, but I can't because only I, amongst us, am wearing these sick-ass movement sunglasses. Uh, if you... <laughs> Go to MVMT.com slash thumbs. You can browse not just movement watches, but also movement, movement sunglasses and get 15% off your order. Uh, Also, I noticed when I was reading about these, it says these sunglasses are not plastic. They're acetate and i did not know what that means so now i'm going to educate you acetate is nylon based and is strong lightweight and flexible it is hypoallergenic hypoallergenic Ooh. consider that the only the, my main association with the word hypoallergenic is that i remember when obama got a dog they said it had to be hypoallergenic because of his kids <laughs> Uh, so, these are the Obama's dog of these, sunglasses. <laughs> these sunglasses are safe for Obama's daughters and safe for you. <laughs> and if you go to slash thumbs, you will get 15% off your sick ass hypoallergenic sunglasses as well. Uh, there's a thing.
2: Biden, Biden probably, probably has hypoallergenic uh, surely, sunglasses. Surely. If he doesn't, he should.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, a thing I really like quickly about the website is that when you're browsing these, you can sort them but you can filter by size, which mm-hmm. is something I really like because I find that when you're searching, when you're buying stuff like sunglasses online, often they will just have like a picture of the sunglasses without any context or scale. And I have no idea. Uh, and I like that that was a filter on this website. That's just a tiny observation I had. Anyway, mvmt.com uh, slash thumbs approved by obama's dog and biden probably (laughs) mvmt.com slash thumbs
1: (laughs) i would consider these endorsed by vice president joe biden i mean
0: i'm not going to claim they are but i'm going to claim that jake would consider them that yeah plus (laughs) uh free shipping and free returns This episode of Idle Thumbs is also brought to you by Casper. Hey! Yeah, our old buddy Casper. Casper makes mattresses, but not just mattresses. Casper makes all of the sleep goods you need for an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience. So consider that.
2: (laughs) Do they make hypoallergenic pillows, Chris?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can only assume that they do. Are you asking because you have additional knowledge about this? Are you leading the, I, a...
2: I, I do actually yes I, Nick, is, oh. Nick is concerned about Obama's dog i'm I'm very concerned about yeah. that dog <laughs> sure um I, uh no I, I I actually do know that that they make hypoallergenic pillows
0: well are right. their,
2: their 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 pillow their uh-huh. the pillow that they make their yeah. perfect pillow yeah is hypoallergenic so that dog is fine.
0: well, good. I'm glad we sorted that out. Uh, your Casper pillow, perfectly safe for Obama's dog and his kids, I guess, because that's actually the part that was relevant. Biden's probably got that pillow. <laughs> it's our thing now, I, I guess. Um, if you go to casper.com slash thumbs and then use the uh, promo code thumbs at checkout, you will get $50 towards select mattresses. $50. Consider it casper.com slash thumbs now nick i don't know about your allergy situation but i do know that you have a casper mattress and it has treated you well oh yeah i love it i love that
2: mattress well it's gone it's part of i'm 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 we are apart right now and it's it's very sad um i had to put it in storage because we couldn't we had no way to easily move it up to canada so i'm i'm suffering without it actually my back instantly uh deteriorated um, after leaving that Casper so too bad you it can't actually confirmed that the Casper is great um, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> yeah, now the you way have a it control group it is by yeah yeah
0: <laughs> of your own back uh, yeah, right now in Canada mm-hmm. they call that the Canada control yeah. um, well that's not a problem when they ship the Casper to you because it comes in True. that little box that it sort of unfolds out of in in uh, a delightful fashion mm-hmm yeah, yeah. you might need to get that, might might need another Casper.
2: <sighs> man, I might get to that point. Yeah. Right now we have that, we have like one of those stupid little foam toppers, those like memory foam toppers that oh, are man. trying this to be a Casper without actually being a Casper, Casper and yeah. it's, it's really not, it's not good. It's not good, Chris.
0: Yeah. Well, you should know, Nick, that it is delivered with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. Mm. So... Wow. Your, your new Canadian self uh, can enjoy that benefit just as much as we Americans, Americans like Joe Biden. <laughs> and if you go to Casper.com slash thumbs and use the promo code thumbs at checkout, you'll get $50 off uh, select mattresses. Casper.com slash thumbs. This episode of Vital Thumbs is brought to you Finally, by Squarespace. Hey, classic. Yes, Squarespace is classically the absolute best, fastest, easiest, most professional and user-friendly way to make your very own website, portfolio, blog, or online store. And if you go to squarespace.com, you can get a free trial, get everything set up the way you like it, and then when you are ready to launch Use the offer code THUMBS to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is Squarespace.com with the offer code THUMBS. And uh, as you can tell from that call to action, websites and domains are all possible at Squarespace.com. All of the things you need to make a website about your dog, your hypoallergenic products... (laughs) If you if you are going to vend them yourself, you can make a store. Uh, you can blog websites, about your experiences.
1: Websites, by being purely virtual, are by definition hypoallergenic.
0: Yeah, that the website itself is. I and think it, we can be safe to say Squarespace pedals hypoallergenic websites. But what I'm saying is... Oh, yeah, you could use it then f- furthermore to, mm-hmm. to sell your hypoallergenic products to dogs and daughters nationwide Mm -hmm. or to chronicle your hypoallergenic experiences Mm -hmm. i'm gonna look up what hypoallergenic means at one point uh you could start your website with webster's defines hypoallergenic as and then you know put that there and it'd be really easy you could just drag that stuff around um i have used squarespace a number of times at this point and you really do just put stuff in where you pick a theme you put stuff in where you want it uh, it's pretty straightforward. You can get pretty detailed in terms of changing stuff around, but you can also just put stuff in the template and uh, it will look nice. It'll work on all the phones. Um, so when you really, really, really need to know what hypoallergenic means, no matter what device you're on, no matter where you are, uh, your Squarespace website explaining it will always be active it will always be supported. It will always be responsive on whatever device your users or yourself are using, and you never have to upgrade it or anything uh, because it's all just hosted and taken care of by Squarespace, and they are there twenty four seven. I wish that I support. could. Des-
1: I wish that I could describe myself as always active, supportive, and responsive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. And supported. And supported. You want all of those, yeah. I do. Active, supported, and supportive, and responsive 24-7. That's Jake. It's not. I wish it was. Yeah, no, it actually is legitimately super easy to set up. And if you go to squarespace.com, you can get a free trial. You don't have to put in a credit card or or put any money down in any way. You can make your entire website that way. Uh, The whole thing can be made um, with your free trial. And then when you're ready to check out, (laughs) you just put in that offer code THUMBS for 10% off your first purchase of your website or domain think about it squarespace.com with the offer code thumbs
1: i've had quite a while to think about it to be honest
0: (laughs) yeah what is your conclusion i love it good we're back hello welcome back Hey, anton writes we have reader mail sorry i I didn't say that but anton writes (laughs) On the previous Ruination cast, you talked about how much you appreciate gradually warming up to food or music that had originally been challenging to get into. I had this exact kind of experience with games the last few years. After always preferring minimalist design and rarely playing anything for more than four or five hours, I was starting to feel predictable. So I decided to get into hardcore Western RPGs wizardry 8 designed by brenda romero was the point where it clicked and i really started loving the stuff since then i've even spent about 80 hours across a few years in pillars of eternity a game which i once made fun of relentlessly for its completely bland name have you ever played completely against type so to speak and ended up liking a new type of game for it
2: um dark Dark souls (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was a but what was against type for you with dark oh, souls Oh
2: god uh, uh everything i mean it, i guess it really wasn't in a sense but like i guess i, I would compare the experience of trying to play that game initially to the experience i had trying to play something like far cry 2 where the kind of unforgiving the unforgiving like nature of it immediately put me off and i just had to get over the hump of accepting that and finding like the fun part of that kind of challenge um but yeah uh, now i think after playing dark souls i think that is just a part of a th- like that is just what i i like that a lot as opposed to sort of yeah. initially rejecting it and having to like force myself to eat it
0: i know what you mean and i had a pretty similar experience with the original demon souls mm-hmm. which i've probably mentioned on this podcast before which i remember when i first played it i was like this is this is like a bad Diablo, yeah, yeah. which it doesn't make any sense. Obviously, that's like an absurd right. thing to say. But at the time, I just remember feeling like there were a lot of things, like oh, they this stuff because could, could all be smoothed out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it's not. That's totally not the point. of Right. It. Um, so yeah, I, I know what you mean in that regard for sure. With those particular, with that particular series or whatever mm-hmm. you call it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I can't think of a specific example, but I did like the way that the, that that. Uh, Anton phrased it in general though because I'm definitely a person who will go on at length about music that didn't click but then I had to listen to it for a long time or meals uh, you know that I've eaten and didn't like and then found that I wanted to eat after uh, time or Chris you've talked about sort of wanting to get yourself acclimated to various foods and Mm -hmm. I used to and succeeded and congrats I used to give games a lot more time than I do these days but the occasional time in the last few years that I have deeply fallen into the well of a video game has been so fulfilling that I I completely hear what Anton's saying. Like, I, it made a little gear click in my mind that went, oh, maybe you've been giving super long ass games, uh, not quite the do like, the, not quite their due, because I, I do. You know, on this podcast, I've been super dismissive of like, oh, well, the game doesn't click until you've played X bazillion hours. Like, that's still generally not palatable to me. But this email, just even because it made those other analogies, made my made me sort of... It, it, it just made something click in my brain again that made me go, okay, well, maybe you're... Not giving these things their due, actually, and you should go play them more. I probably am not going to do that, but I, I'm.
0: Uh, I'm at least going to be. <laughs> but you might, you might, you know that in the. You I'm could. at least going
1: to be less impulsively dismissive of that a, a, yeah. in a different way, I think, than I have been for the last like five or six years.
0: I uh, probably the most significant example of this currently that I can think of for me is the iOS roguelikes of Michael Brog or Bro. I'd never know how to say his name. Bro- I always would have assumed it's like Bro, but it's maybe brog i don't know anyway um the i i was sort of aware of his stuff generally for a while and and the way that his games like 868 hack was i think kind of almost his breakthrough game in terms of getting a lot more attention than maybe some of his previous work had and i think it did well in the igf and stuff like that um and his games have a very rough looking aesthetic i think he just does all the art and is not really like a trained artist by trade or anything um, so they often have a very unvarnished look um, and that was never super appealing to me and then also his games just have this very almost like wonky feeling to them and that they you know like they're the his games are incredibly systems first in a way that is so uh, that is almost aggressive and I've often found that pretty off-putting as well and then when imbroglio came out I got quite into that um, it really feel like it hit up just a really great point on the curve of kind of um, complexity and how self-contained it was as opposed to just being sp- sprawling in its complexity and then um syncopous which is his sort of follow up to that has just i uh, has just demolished me i think i talked about it maybe two episodes ago i can't remember when i last talked about it but uh i have continued to play it, I mean that has primarily been what I've played since I first mentioned it on the podcast, and it I love it so much, and I never would have expected that a couple of years ago based on just how it looks and feels. Although I'll also say that I feel like he's really grown into his his own um, kind of art limitations in a way that now actually feels pretty uh, cohesive and cool, even though it obviously still has a roughness. Um, to it. Anyway, the game is Cinco Paus. C-I-N-C-O space P-A-U-S It's the game I talked about a while ago that's entirely in Portuguese with no Mm -hmm. localization options, so uh, it's intentionally uh, obscuring. It's really good. I think my high score now is up to like mid-high 400s which again means nothing if you haven't (laughs) played it but uh, it's it's better than it was last time I talked about it, although not so much better that it justifies the number of hours I've still played. Uh, So that's yeah that's a good one for me
2: i i actually uh recently played the jackbox party pack games which yeah um, i had never uh uh i mean i know jake had talked about them i think previously on on a podcast a long time chris ago.
1: talked about them a bunch because of drawful mm. yeah. yeah
2: um and they sounded cool but uh, yeah it's not usually the kind of thing i would uh i would load up partly because i don't have like weekly big-ass parties in my apartment uh Unlike my neighbors, <laughs> my Canadian neighbors don't have like friends. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, but I we you know j- as I mentioned on our other podcast, important of true, um, Janelle and I have been watching Jeopardy lately, and so we were thinking like, I wonder right. if we can find a Jeopardy game. Well, mm. that doesn't exist, but uh, Jackbox does, and so um, we just kind of went through the four party pack games that are on Steam, um,
0: and the, and these are kind of like. Yeah, these are party games, mm-hmm. as you say, and some of them are trivia oriented because they're. Do they still have you don't know Jack? Is that still part? You of don't it? know
1: Jack is in one of the party yeah. packs, and the okay. other stuff is like. And there's also one called like Murder Trivia Party that's mm-hmm. kind of like You Don't Know Jack, but it's themed okay. around like as if you're being held hostage by the guy from right. Saw, and that that one uh, is okay. a, a lot of them are, are. A lot of them are sort of just creativity focused instead of you imp- improvising right, for, within right. the restrictions. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: I, I was going to say that, that a lot of them, like especially like that murder thing. Um, I mean it, the the mechanics of it are kind of clever but it's tough for if you're just two people i mean it's 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 sort of meant Mm -hmm. to i mean the the premise of that is that you if you uh get a question wrong you have like a a save question that's thrown at you or some kind of like little mini game and if you fail that then you become a ghost uh and then there's this (laughs) kind of kind of like final chase (laughs) where the ghosts are behind the people uh but if a ghost gets the question right it gets three it moves three steps ahead but a player can only move one step ahead so it's it's this whole thing but like if you're just two people on the couch it's kind of not very engaging but um uh the fibbage uh games with two people are not bad and that's kind of what we gravitated to um where you have to if you've never played fibbage you um they uh 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 basically you have to invent an answer for a question that is thrown out um and then it's put in with other answers one of which is actually correct and you're trying to come up with something plausible that the that the other players would pick um and um, you know own them basically um but uh yeah
1: it's kind of like the it's kind of like the sort of board game party game balderdash, mm-hmm. if people have played that before yeah. yeah
0: right the thing that's cool about the jackbox games is that because they're you know, because it's a interactive thing, they can just pack the responses with as many fake yeah. answers as they mm-hmm. want. So it can kind of—I would imagine—I yep. haven't played it with only two people, and I haven't really played these games that much in general for the same reason you said that I'm not don't have like big groups of people at my home very often. But um, I do remember a thing that I thought was really cool was that you would just get kind of like ringer answers that just get seated in there, and you have no mm-hmm. way to know who they came from. Yep. Know?
2: What's um, uh, the 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 latest uh, party pack has an updated version of Fibbage that is absolutely gorgeous in its presentation huh. too. They did this sort of like sixties uh, abstract um, thing with it, and it's it's really, That's cool. really wow, That sounds uh, awesome. Well done. Um, it actually struck me, having played that stupid HQ game, it struck me as kind of the less obnoxious um, kind of offline version of that mm-hmm. thing, and it, it 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 I had a lot more fun with this than I. Than I ever did with that dumb piece. Nice. Of nice. Stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah i
1: I love the Jackbox Party Pack stuff. I mean, you don't know Jack the first one. I think it's a game that I remember first seeing in a computer store whenever it Me came too. out in, in sort of like the earlier mid nineties. Mm-hmm, yep. That, and it, that face. That. Oh uh, no! I just remember seeing it running on a on a computer. Oh really? Like, yeah, same. It was running in just like a local computer store on basically one of the biggest CRTs that I'd ever seen. Like when having like a 17 inch CRT was the craziest shit. <laughs> and I remember just, it had all those full motion graphics and big wipes and like the fully voice acted host in a way that sounded just, I don't know. That game was, was actually just even seeing it on a Jack running on a computer for the first time was a like actual foundational computer experience for me, I think. Cause I just had no idea that you could create that sort of thing inside of those games. And I've been obsessed with, uh what was formerly jelly vision and is now jackbox basically ever since they announced that you don't know jack is coming back in jackbox party pack five and the commercial for it is i i don't know i i feel like i want to just endorse watching the trailer to you don't know jack in the in the new <laughs> jackbox party pack because it's
0: um we can link to it in the description
1: yeah it's there's a sort of it's the first time they've put a big huge wrapper. It seems like around around the internet jack premise where it's always sort of been like a fake TV show that you're kind of just seeing the on screen display for. But they, Jackbox has been claiming for the last couple months that they're teaming up with some streaming service called Binge Pipe that and they're like oh we can we can stream your games to you and stuff and then um at I guess two different comic conventions or game conventions that were happening simultaneously. They had two keynotes in which both of them revealed that Benchpipe was a thing they made up and it's a fictional streaming service that has acquired the rights to you don't know Jack. So the new version of you don't know Jack uh, is wrapped inside of this just like what if a service had, uh, you know, <laughs> Ooh, like paid weird. advertisements and fair, unskippable content? Yeah, but like the trailer for it is so good. Where it keeps asking you all these hypothetical questions about the future of media, but then um, it's one of the questions just sort of slowly switches into one about Chance the Rapper changing his career, and then like ants, like <laughs> possible things that it could be slide onto screen, and then you're like, that's a You Don't Know Jack question. Ah, oh, it's just like it's the it's very cleanly done it it seems like it's like it just looks like a like a uk-based streaming service or something uh (laughs) it's really strange uh and i'm the um excited about it oh no that's all
2: sorry uh the the fourth party pack has um a game in it that i forget the name of the game but i i uh i could we couldn't play it because it requires three people but it's it's the whole theme around it is 90s like internet stuff Oh, that's survive the internet i
1: think is what it's called
2: yeah, yeah, I was really sad to not be able to see what that was because it looks like the most hilarious like AOL inspired thing in the world, but yeah, um, it, they do a good job with their like treatments of uh
1: Yeah, it's of uh it's yeah, good stuff. Totally I good. Fe- I feel like I don't know, the, the Jackbox conversations are are strange. It's such its own sort of like little mm-hmm. nested thing. Like no one else makes stuff like this anymore yeah. so it's almost all kind of defined inside yeah. of itself like the it's jack so like, 90s yeah like yeah it, all, it is super it is all super 90s because it feels like it, it started off as oh we're gonna bring you do a jack back and then it, it feels like these jackbox party packs kind of started off as the team being like oh god we're just known as the you don't a jack company can we push ourselves as far mm-hmm. away from that as we can and now it's kind of just become its own little bubble of like oh they're the people who make the online based party games but yeah, it all has its to its the point
0: that they don't always even have you don't know Jack in it.
1: Yeah, to the point that yeah, to the point that you don't know Jack coming back is now like actually to the community of people who have been following these guys for a long time it's like oh that's actually news in and of itself.
0: Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that is awesome. Um, but also
1: should... watch that you don't know Jack trailer, especially if you're a longtime fan of you don't know Jack. It's really it's it it's good to see those guys doing something fresh with that thing that I love the most.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's cool. Yeah um cool well should we should we wrap it there yeah might sure. as
1: well wrap it let's wrap it
0: all right um well thanks for uh podcasting you guys and if you listener have any question that you would like to ask us about video games send us about any of this any stuff we talk about you can send that into questions at idle dot net our website is idle thumbs podcast.com and there you can subscribe to the show and uh, get whatever information you need. Um, Ad free versions of this podcast are available at patreon.com slash idle thumbs. And uh, you can, you can find the details of that on that page. And with that, I think we're all set for this month's idle thumbs. We will be back soon with another episode of the idle thumbs ruination online. Our question answering uh, sort of podcast bonus um thing for people who uh anyway i i usually i'm able to describe this better uh the questions are asked by high tier patrons. podcast patrons. question thing yeah but everyone can listen to it because it's fun so uh look for that soon and with that i think we're all set so thank you for listening to idle thumbs this month i am chris remo
2: i'm nick Brecken. I'm
1: Jake Rodkin.
0: Bye. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for stopping by.